And remember that we are not descended from fearful men. Not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Five, four, three. The Kellen and Alex Show. Zero. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Mary Grace, Brianna, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. <laughs> Wait, is this actually going? This is live. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming on. We got Spotify, so we're on Spotify. So, yeah. we're on Alex show. so the topic, dating at Franciscan. Mm-hmm. And Mary Grace, you're Good presenting stuff. at the debate yes, on I Sunday. Am. Yeah. All right. Which Hi. side are you on in this? Do you know I yet? I believe I'm on the opposing side. So it's not due to standoffish females. So the motion is, this house believes that the lack of dating at Franciscans do more to standoffish females than immature males. Yes. Mm -hmm. Standoffish females more... Okay, well, the guys should do most of the instigating, right? Right. I mean, like, come on. Okay, so standoffish females compared to immature males. Well, girls mature a lot faster than guys do. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's true. <laughs> that is very true. Just like, yeah, they um, do. So, I feel girls... like I've been mature ever since I've been 11. <laughs> so, like, and like, 11? Yeah, I swear. So, She's an old soul. Yeah. <laughs> Live like three Stand- lifetimes. Mm-hmm. What does that even mean, standoffish? Does that kind of mean, like, kind of, you know, stay away? I'm not really Mary Grace, engaged. please define for us. Standoffish. Well, I think you could take it different ways, but my idea of it is that the women are, in general, less likely to say yes to a first date. Or maybe if they get asked on a first date, they'll say no for the most part. That would be my idea of standoffish. Like, the guys just kind of get the general perception that the girls are going to say no if they try to get, try to ask them out on a date. Why, though? I mean, I see, this is something that I don't understand. Right. Like, why wouldn't a girl just say yes anyways to a first date? Right. Because like, I mean, there's nothing wrong. Like a first date <laughs> is meant to like figure out, you know, if, hey, if there's a connection here, or if there's not. So why would anybody deny a first date anyways? I never understood that. But I'm not a woman, so I mean, I've never been asked on a date before. So Sometimes just <laughs> women's instincts. Like, yeah. Sometimes you just like, I just, I don't really see, I don't. You know, yeah, I, I get, really I get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Going somewhere. Yeah. So it's like, not only, not only waste, why waste my time, but why waste their time? That's good. I yeah, yeah. I get that. That's you know, it's just being considerate. <laughs> yeah. I would okay. say so. Like my personal policy would be, if there's some level of physical attraction there, because obviously that's important. You, if you know them, sometimes you know the guy a little bit. Like you've been friends for a little bit, or at least you've talked to him a couple of times, and you have kind of a sense of his personality and if you like his personality there's a you know some physical attraction and you think he's a good person there's no major red flags I think the girl should say yes yeah but I think yeah I think there are times to the first date yes to a first date at least okay yeah Alex have you ever been rejected before this is not about me (laughs) (laughs) let's let's bring it back um how about to the second date this is like where Probably the really... second date, if, like, you, like, just know, probably just say no. <laughs> like, like, to cut it off, or? Yeah, I mean, I guess, I don't know. You I mean, be if, nice. they, if they like you, if they like you, they're going to say yes to a second date. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing, so, 
first date is kind of figuring everything out, but the second date is like, if if you like me, but and you I don't like, always know. You don't know. You don't always date. know. So that's that's the thing that is kind of true. It does take a while. I don't know. I think it does. I think. I That's, think you should probably still say yes to a second date. Unless you unless the first date was absolutely terrible. Then say no. But if but if you're if there's a chance, I think it can take time. Like with my sister, for example, she just got married in January and she said that she didn't like her husband until like the third date or maybe even the fourth. Mm. Like it just took time. She really thought of him as a friend, even when they were going on dates. <clears throat> And then she got to know him more and see a different side of him. And then she started to fall for him. And now they're happily married. So Yeah, I think I think that's definitely something. You know, if you go on a date, obviously you don't know the person through and through. And if you go on that date and you yeah. find out something that you like about that person, oh, okay, well, I want to kind of know more. Hence, you can go on a second date. <clears throat> In the past when, I mean, I've asked girls on a date before and it was usually just like something, oh, let's go to dinner and just, you know, go on a date. And then if like, if I got the sense that she was enjoying it and liked it, then I wouldn't usually ask like to go to dinner again. I'd say like, hey, I want to show you someplace really cool. Like immediately after or like? I usually on? give like a week or something, week or a couple mm-hmm. weeks. Cause you know, you let it die down a little bit. <clears throat> Cause it's better to wait than rush. Mm-hmm. And then you just go back and you have to make like, that's the jump. Like that's, that's what's gonna kind of really figure out if this might work or not, you know, if when you make that second leap, because the first date is like, okay, I'm getting to know you more and everything. Unless like you said, you know, you've known that person for a long time. That's, I think that's a strategy that I've tried to use is like, I don't want to get to know this person like a lot. And I don't want to, I don't want her to get to know about me a lot before we go on a date because then you kind of risk well, she's already seen a lot of you, so if you don't, you know, if you don't want to get rejected, it's like, you know, I mean, it's a risk, right? And fun, it's it's crazy because my sister actually asked her husband to go out on a date because he was kind of just really, I guess, kind of standoffish and he was just kind of to himself. And now they're married. Are you standoffish? Ooh, oh my gosh. Girls, I, think guys, I think guys can be standoffish. The whole notion's. <laughs> I think guys Hot can twist. be standoffish. It can go either way. But I think there's just. We talk about Franciscan dating. I don't know. So I'll ask the question Is there something peculiar to Franciscan dating that makes it oh, particularly yeah. interesting? Oh, yes. difficult? There are many yeah. things. Yeah. Um, Franciscan students tend to move a little fast, (laughs) we think, (laughs) just, just a little bit, you know? Um, Like pressure to marry quickly or? That, yeah, yeah. Other things or? Yeah, I feel like, you know, you know, we get to, we get to Franciscan and we're like, oh my gosh, there's so much opportunity here. I'm surrounded Mm -hmm. by Catholics, you know? Mm. And like. In the real world, it's hard to find Catholics, especially good Catholics, right? So I feel like there's like an immense amount of pressure 
Franciscan students, which yeah, is like understandable. Um, but like they're just their people are so focused on finding that person and like they're just think and then it gets to the point where they're just thinking about the sacrament of marriage and achieving that sacrament mm. but they're not actually like taking the time to actually get to know the person right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's a really good point and um yeah i think that people do rush like you said you know when you get into the real world it's hard to find good people my mm-hmm. other sister she got married and she met her husband on catholic match and that worked. It worked great. Um, <clears throat> doesn't work for everybody, but I think there is that pressure because people are, they understand that once they get out into the real world, I think it's going to be a lot more difficult. Mm-hmm. So when you find somebody here and you just, you don't want to lose it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so, <clears throat> I mean, I've had that experience before too. And it never, I probably, I think I dated like, I dated two girls at Franciscan. Um, and it just didn't work out. And I, that was fine. Cause sometimes it just doesn't work and you have to accept that. But I'm the kind of guy that I take more time. I just, I want to be sure if I'm dating somebody, you know what I mean? So I was in a relationship for 11 months and I felt like I wasn't, I wasn't even close to getting married mm-hmm. like it wasn't like 11 months for me was felt like I was still getting to know you a little bit mm-hmm. I want to be sure because I don't want to get engaged to somebody and then not work I've had like three friends that's that's happened to them those Franciscan engaged. engagements where they don't really know each other but they're engaged now and it's maturity it's maturity level like if you're in my opinion some people just know Okay, so and it just works. Within six months, they get engaged. Right. No, it works, but that's that's not very common. I don't feel like. And I was always, I never understood it. It's like six months and you're married, like you proposed. I guess it works for some people, but I don't. Know. Is there a time span? Like, I mean, because the typical like, oh, Franny's getting engaged, ring by spring. Yeah, Mary Grace, please. Okay, so. I think I would have to agree with what Bree was saying about how people kind of see through the person a lot to the vocation. And I think I think it's it's a beautiful thing that most people at Franciscan view the sacrament of marriage as something that's beautiful and holy and desirable. And they want to achieve that for the most part. You've got also the people like in the PDP or who are, you know, discerning being a nun or something like that. But I think priest. <laughs> <laughs> What? Okay, sorry. That was a weird way of phrasing it. But I think a lot of times people, like you said, they find that person and then they get very attached very fast and they don't want to lose that person because they think, I'm at Franciscan University surrounded by thousands of people my age who are also, you know, pursuing God and this Mm -hmm. is the only time I'm going to have this opportunity. But then I think, I like, um, I was talking to a friend about this and she gave the analogy of it being like, a road trip and if you're driving too fast you're gonna miss the the signs the road signs and I think it can be the same with dating here I think if you take it too fast you can miss some major red flags and I think that might be why like a lot of uh, a lot of the relationships here don't work out or even the divorce rate coming out of Franciscan is really high because I think a lot of times 
people here rush through their relationship and they they think that they have to stick to a set timeline. They think, I'm going to meet my person, we're going to date for, you know, maybe one year, six months, Mm -hmm. you know, get engaged, be engaged for six months, graduate, then get married and start popping out babies. But I think that can be very, very toxic. And I think also it's important to remember that you can find somebody anywhere. And I think limiting your opportunities of where you believe you're going to find your person to just Franciscan University, I think that's almost like limiting God's plan for your life because he knows you the best and he has a plan and he knows when you're supposed to meet your spouse. And that could be when you're 26, it could be when you're 30, it could be at your job in the future. You know, it doesn't have to be at Franciscan. Sorry to well, break people it to are everyone. Trying to, like, force <laughs> Sorry, freshmen yeah. who are trying to jump into oh, it's, relationships. No, it's, what, it's what people need to hear, though. Like, here's the thing. Yeah. If God said, Brie, Mary Grace. Mary Grace, I will let you see the future. I will let you see who your future man will be. Would you do it? Yeah. No. <laughs> no, you wouldn't, right? No. I wouldn't either. No way. No. Because then, if you know it's not going to be somebody Franciscan, it's going to mm-hmm. suck. Yeah. Right, and you don't want so. Mm-hmm. That's I don't know why that's been on my mind. Well. <laughs> Are you? Well, I don't know. Like I don't know if it would suck because then you could just like focus on like hanging out. With yeah, your friends that's what I'm. Th- I think it would. I think it would stink right in just yeah. the dating aspect. Are you? Are you guys dating anybody? I you weren't supposed to ask that question. <laughs> We are not currently. Okay. Um, we have never been in a relationship. Oh shoot. <laughs> We're just gonna put it out there. Just, okay. But you know, I think that's a valuable perspective also yeah. because we're unbiased. We've never had yeah any bad um, relationship experiences. Although we may have had some bad date experiences, but that's different. So so tell us about the um, the blind date. Thing yes. That was set okay. Up. That you ran, right? I did. Yeah. I did run it. So that was last semester, and it all started with four of my guy friends, and it started at Duncan in the morning. It was leading up to Valentine's Day, so Duncan was all decked out with hearts and the little kissing booth and all that, and so they started talking about it. And if anyone watches the show Love Is Blind, that's what they're talking about, and that's what they had in mind. And apparently, in the show, I've never seen it. But apparently in the show, they set up these pods with a screen in the middle and the guy and the girl have to speed date without seeing each other's faces. And then at the end of like a week or five days, they have to get engaged without having seen the person at all. (laughs) So my guy friends were like, oh, Mary, like you should set up pods in the piazza for Valentine's Day. And I was like, no, I'm not going to be associated with that. But I was like, I'll set you guys up on blind dates. So I have a couple girlfriends that I'll set you up with. And so it started from there, and then I made a little Google form to kind of get to know the different people's personalities better to, you know, match them with whoever they were most compatible with. And then people just started sending out the Google form, like, to the whole school. Everyone found out about it, and I ended up with 42 people, so 21 couples total. And it was was very interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, We basically had all of the guys hold a sign with a number and then I gave them all roses kind of like bachelor yeah, vibes that, that is pretty cool. <laughs> that's pretty cool it's pretty embarrassing for the guys but they all had to stand in the JC as everyone watched and then all the girls came in and found the number of their guy that they were matched with and then the guys got to choose where to take the girl on a date and yeah and then at the end we all had 
a group date, also kind of bachelor vibes. And yeah, it was, it was fun. Um, 0% success rate. There were no second dates that came out of it. Uh, Let me be very honest. There were supposed to be two and then they just decided to be friends, which is fine. But you know, everyone had a good time. So in that people like, like, yeah. People made friends, actually. It's yeah. Great. No, I yeah, like, everyone friends. had That's a good awesome. time. The guys kind of hated being in the middle of the JC with everyone watching them. But besides that, <laughs> that it was great. Cool. And I've actually had a lot of people ask if I'm going to do it again. So, if anybody's interested. Alex is If I get in that. <laughs> Whoa. Okay, yeah. Alex, Kevin, yeah, no. breathe are all interested. If you do it, <laughs> I do it. Okay. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah, if I get enough too. interest, I will do it again, maybe. So. We mentioned about possibly... Setting up at, a, at the debate, you know, some type of like that's advertising true, that's forum, true. you know. <laughs> yes. So do part two. Explain to me the concept of a blind date. I mean, I know what it is, but it's like that never made sense to me. Blind date. What is? What? Yeah. Why? Okay, I'm glad that you brought that up because I was actually going to ask you guys your opinions on blind dating, but basically the concept of a blind date is just to have usually it's mutual friends who think that you and the other person would be compatible or have fun together. And so they set you guys up and one, like usually they'll just give the guy the girl's phone number and then... But they don't know each other before, right? No, they don't know each other. What the heck? Um, <laughs> <laughs> a little bit scary. But then, yeah, the guy will just text the girl. They'll meet up somewhere for dinner or coffee and just go from there. And I think it can be a really good way because it's very stress-free. There's no pressure going into it. You can't, you don't know yeah. who it is, so you can't go and stalk their Instagram that, that or is Facebook. Really, that's actually really, mm-hmm. really valuable. Not having any, like, no not knowing that. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, that's, yeah. that's interesting. Yeah. If you do it, I'll do it. We're all single You heard here. it here first. <laughs> Three? Will you do it? Oh, my God. No, I'm helping you. Oh, <laughs> I you're have to running in the background. Hey, I hope, I hope she uh, did yeah. help. She did help. Yeah. She did help matchmake mm-hmm. the last time. It was really fun. Just killed it. So, yeah. Uh, yes. <laughs> also, I have another question for you guys. What do you think? Like, how do you think social media has influenced the dating culture? Oh, cow. Send that to you. I'm not on social media much. Um, I I usually only use Facebook, so I don't really go okay. on anything else. But um, how has social media affected the dating culture? I think that it's definitely made, has it made it easier? I mean, you can, you can find out who you're talking about. Like, I don't stalk people, but if there's somebody that Mm. I've met, if there's somebody that I've met, I look at their profile, right? Like, there's nothing wrong with that. Just their Um, profile. Just their profile, (laughs) I'm looking at anything else. Um, How has it affected the dating culture? Gosh, what exactly do you mean by that? Break well, that a little bit down for me. Like maybe it like it it makes it easier for like the somewhat shy guys, you know, like the guys who like, are too scared to approach a girl. Well, I you know? yeah, you can definitely but reach is that out almost, to people. Yeah. Is that almost an escape, like a scapegoat for them to No, for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, to not yeah. just get up the balls to go and ask out the girl. Well, it's it's only I mean, it only works I mean, it only works one way, like You, yeah, two people meet on Facebook or whatever, and then they can Mm -hmm. text and, hey, let's meet up somewhere, right? Mm -hmm. That, uh, to me, that's a good thing. That, I think that's, it affected it in a good way. 
I'm trying to think of some ways that it's negatively affected. <clears throat> Gosh. Well, what were you thinking? I don't know. Like, <clears throat> what do you yeah, think, Alex? I mean... <clears throat> You know, you look at someone's profile, like, how much of them does, does that actually reflect? And mm-hmm. is it more of, like, I mean, you can't really communicate much of your personality right. via exactly. photos. I mean, because yeah. even the person approaching the photos is going to be, like, interpreted in their own way. It is, and, like, yeah, and it is a according to normally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, yeah. You're not putting your negatives. Yeah. And, I mean, the theme that keeps coming back is this idea of perfection, mm-hmm. either side. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, like, guy, uh, girls thinking, you know, I need the perfect guy, the prince charming, etc., um, guys saying, you know, the same thing. It's just like, does social media help or hurt that? I mean, I kind of think it leads more to like, view me as perfect, you know? Mm-hmm. And also this kind of reciprocal thing of like, well, I post the best parts of me. Mm-hmm. Therefore, I need to have my standards extremely high and reject the vast majority of people. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, it gets tricky. Mm-hmm. So... I don't know if that's a definitive answer, but that's... Yeah, definitely, like you said, there's no... It's a highlight reel, right? It's, like, showing what, like, who you are. Yeah, you don't post your worst moments, you know, like, why I suck right here, you know? I think that can perpetrate a date, right, if, you know, if two people meet, but I think that... So, one problem that I encountered here was... I, this isn't everybody. And I, I was public school. Okay. Mm-hmm. So there's a, you know, there's that. See, I get reamed for this every time I say this. I'm not. We, we roast homeschoolers uh, I, all the time. Uh, yeah. I do too. Were, you do too? Okay. I do. Were you guys all the time. public school or homeschooled? I was homeschooled. Okay. I was yeah. private and public. Okay. okay got it. Yeah. 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 So <laughs> what? it's unfair to say that all homeschoolers are sheltered. That's obviously unfair. I know. <laughs> no, it's unfair. No, it's unfair. But I've. A problem that I encountered was I was trying to pursue a girl, but oh, no. dude, I get killed. I get killed. Oh, no. She was Come homeschooled on. and she wanted me to be like perfect. Like she did. Like, and that's what happened is it never worked out because I wasn't good enough. You think that's just because she's homeschooled? No, 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 but it feels like to me that is a sheltered kind of thing. Like it's. The majority get, of girls I don't just know. want perfect. So that's not just yeah. a homes girl. Okay, that's fair. But like, I've never met a public school girl that's like that. The only okay. people that I've mm-hmm. ever met like that are homeschoolers. What's wrong I, with having some school? I, I, I can't defend myself. I can't defend myself. I literally said in the first, de- first debate, yeah. I take public school over homeschool any day. Now, granted... <clears throat> I had a really unique public school experience. <laughs> so I, I wasn't like in the big time city public school. I was in a small town public school. So mm-hmm. I had a really good experience. Like one of the best. High school for me was probably the best time of my entire life. Really? It was Not so really. much fun. Um, but what is it with homeschoolers? Like, the- <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll date, I will date a homeschooler. I have no problem. But it's when, it's when, I'm expected to be like a perfect human being. That's, that it okay, just that's ends. Fair. That's fair. Like I can't do anything with that. Mm, that's fair. I mean, I don't really know if it's fair or not, but it's like, I mean, what are your thoughts have, on that? We all have, you know, human weaknesses, so we're not yeah. going to be perfect, right? So that makes sense. <laughs> well, I don't know. We go, we're homeschooled because, you know, our 
we your parents <clears throat> maybe don't want us to be exposed to maybe like you know the bad things in schools so much. You know, <laughs> but, but what's wrong yeah, with Marxism, but, right? But what's wrong know, with being exposed to bad things in school? Well, some people don't make the best judgment, and <laughs> they but, like make mistakes. Right. And, but you know. shouldn't shouldn't you be able to go do that? Because your parents should say, hey, stay away from these things. Like, you're going to encounter this. Like, I encountered it in public high school. But doesn't, like, shouldn't your parents say, hey, these might be some of the things that you see. Just ignore it. Stay away from it. But when you're in high school, you're like, a, most high schoolers are like rebels. Yeah. And they make, like, raging the worst and, decisions. Raging hormones. <laughs> 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 you're just a little baby. <laughs> um, I mean, you're 14 to, like, 18. Yeah. But something that my mom said was she said, you know, Kellen, don't don't have such an aggressive stance on homeschool. And at the time I didn't, I softened up a little bit. But like yeah, she said <laughs> but she said but she said if this person actually wants to like homeschool, like they're doing that because they want to teach the kids the faith and they want the kids to cherish the faith starting at the foundation at home. And that makes yeah, sense. And that's like the number one <clears throat> my parents were I mean they were doctors, so they were never at home. Like, they weren't at home. They had to be in their office. So I definitely didn't have the level of Catholic education as a homeschooler. And I think that's a good thing. And I keep telling myself, like, oh, we only have one life. So why not homeschool? Right? Because because <laughs> that's where you're going to learn the true Catholic faith. You didn't learn that at public school. But, like, I don't know. I've just had bad experiences. Like, every time I've had a terrible experience. And so it almost got to me the point where, like, I'm going to ask, oh were, you, oh, were you homeschooled or did you go to public school? Like, I'll say it nonchalantly. Would that be a reason to <laughs> stop dating? They, they, uh, say, no. they say, we're going to homeschool the kids. And you say. If somebody, dude, I don't know. If somebody said to me, like, like my ex said, I really want to homeschool our kids. And I was like, oh, I don't want to homeschool our kids, really. And so that was something that it just sucks because that's something that was always on my mind. Like, you want to have that agreement. You want to have some sort of agreement. Because, like, homeschooling versus public schooling or going to a Catholic high school, which is what my sister did. I don't know. It it sucks to have that conflict there. Because, ultimately, what do you do? Right? Like, whose decision is it? Well, it has to be a group. You don't want to make a decision and the parents are at conflict. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. <laughs> I want to pivot a little bit. Is there a lack of dating? I'm Franciscan. This this motion says there is a lack of dating. <clears throat> what do you mean by dating? <laughs> yeah, let's define dating. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, we'll, we'll we'll go to Mary Grace first. Okay, go I on. would define dating as being in a relationship. Would to be you? honest, before coming to Franciscan, I had no idea that people differed on this viewpoint. I thought everyone agreed that dating means being in a relationship, being exclusive, boyfriend and girlfriend. But apparently, some people think mm. that it means going on dates. <laughs> And that's where I would disagree. But okay. I don't, to be honest, I don't think there's a lack of either at Franciscan. Mm-hmm. I think, I think there's plenty of dating. I mean, I've seen too many couples canoodling in the JC or going on awkward calf dates or, you know. <laughs> the dating booth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I wouldn't say that there's a lack of dating. But Brie, what would you say that dating is? Um, I wouldn't say there's a lack of dating either. Um, but... Dating, just going on dates with someone, getting to know them. That's, like, what I would say. Um, You know, you can 
we are allowed to go on dates with, you know, more than one person. <laughs> I wouldn't do that, that yeah. because usually when I like a guy, it's just like, I don't see anyone else really, but... I mean, that makes sense. If you like somebody, you're going to start hanging out with that person. Yeah. I don't know. I think dating is actually being in a, like a stable relationship mm-hmm. with somebody. Like, being... Does it make sense? You're though? taking the very great <laughs> no, I am. I am. I am. Right. Doesn't dating kind of mean, though, like, being in a relationship with somebody. A yeah, what would you call being in a relationship? Because <clears throat> if you're going on a if you're going on dates with somebody, that's is that dating then? How many dates would you have to go on well, to that's consider dating? dating. Well, I don't, I if you I just go on one date or two dates, are you dating? Yes, because that by my definition, going dating is just like going on dates with someone, getting to know them. So if I saw you going on a date. At the cap. No, no. With some, I'm not going. <laughs> <laughs> with I'm not some weird up. guy, I could go, I could go tell someone, oh, Bree and that guy are dating. Why would you do that? <laughs> <laughs> because I want to mess with you. <laughs> my gosh. <laughs> wow. That's always been my thought, but I've never really heard it in that way. But it, I mean, I guess if you're if you're going on multiple dates with somebody, I guess you're temporarily dating, right? Because you're you're good. So is the difference the define the relationship moment where you're like, okay, define are we dating I've always, I've hated you know? the whole define the relationship thing. Just, why can't people just like love each other and then also, why do we have to have a conversation that says we're going to define this? No, love each other and then it just works out. It's like, uh, it doesn't make any sense to me. DTR, what sounds like a, like you're high on something. Like you would, <laughs> like you would have that conversation if you really were insecure about what the hell's going on. I think Ooh, like okay. if you loved each other, there's there'd be no need to DTR. True, but I also think men and women just confuse each other. Yeah, <laughs> like you got yeah. that right. You I know? got four sisters. I don't understand them at all. No. <laughs> <laughs> Disaster. Really, I would have thought that would have helped. You understand? Oh no, it did help, but uh, I don't have any brothers either, so I never got a good <laughs> kick in the butt. But. <laughs> It, it confuses me. It, it to me, it takes the fun out of love to DTR and everything. It's like, come on, Mary Grace, DTR. <clears throat> enough, enough, me, you guys. Well, I think, yeah, I think ideally you wouldn't have to, but I think it's a little more complicated. Than yeah, the that. perfect scenario, you wouldn't it's actually not, have to say, "Hey, yeah. so are we boyfriend and girlfriend?" Like, well, because I, I think a lot of times they're the two people are on a different page like i've seen this happen where the guy kind of assumes that they are dating and the girl's like no we're not like let's we need you know let's take this more slowly and i think also the question of friendships comes into play because a lot of times a guy and a girl are good friends and they've been hanging out a lot maybe one-on-one maybe one person has feelings the other person doesn't Mm. at least not yet and then you do need to have that DTR and yeah. establish boundaries. Right. Yeah. That's really important. I think I was just thinking, like, if they really loved each other, if they both loved each other, there's no point. Then you would just know. You just know. <laughs> you okay. just know. Classic example, Mike Arabs. He was on the podcast. He just met, he met this girl. Actually, they, I think he said their families knew each other for from a while, but... Like, they went on one date, they went to Pittsburgh, they went out to lunch somewhere, then they went to the, what do you call it, the big place where all the flowers are. Simmons Farm? It's it's inside, it's like multiple oh, levels. Oh, the observatory. Observatory. Oh, nice. And then after the observatory. No, the botanical garden. Botanical Sorry. gardens, there you go. 
and then after that, they went on the tram thing that goes up to the top. Mm-hmm. By the end of the date, they were holding friggin' hands on the way down. Well, that's okay. <laughs> it, it's, it's cool. But, like, that's a classic example of what's the point of DTR. Because, like, it just happened. It just worked. And now they're dating. And they love each other. But you're right. It's DTR, is, I think, is very important if they're on different pages. Mm-hmm. Like, because if you're on a different page, that would be so awkward to just kind of do that. But mm-hmm. I guess that's important. Um, I feel like it's hard to be on the same page sometimes just because girls tend to overthink <clears throat> things. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just a little bit. No, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, everybody's different. I think that's yeah. the, I think that's the difficult thing too, is that every, every scenario is different and it's like, maybe take the safe route and have a conversation about it. Right. Mm-hmm. A friend of mine, um, her name is Dakota. She thought that I would be really good with this other girl. And so she was, what she said was, is, um, cause we both participated in a lot of like things like together. And she really thought that I would be good for her. So what she said was, is why don't you go out and before you go out on the date, say, Hey, I don't know if we like each other yet, but let's go out and just see how things go. And if we start seeing something, then we can go from there. Maybe that's a good way to do it. I don't know. But um, I think it's just better to take the more cautious side than really just kind of jump into things. It worked for Mike. It's like I said, it's different for everybody, but you don't want to hit that awkward spot. You know, mm-hmm. you say, hey, let's be boyfriend, girlfriend. She's like, um, okay, I'm not really sure. Maybe let's move to something more serious. <clears throat> Engagements. Um, <laughs> Franciscan and engagements. Um, do people get engaged too quickly? Do they? <clears throat> is it even paced? Do <clears throat> they need to wait longer and get to know each other more? Is there some pressure to get engaged soon enough to be ring by spring? Ring mm. by spring. I remember that. Oh gosh. Well, I, I think. I think that. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't have like as much as good of an idea of engagements as just dating, I guess, at Franciscan. I haven't seen yeah. that many people okay. get engaged. Fair enough. Um, yeah, like I don't actually know any couples. <laughs> yeah. Who are, like engaged. Um, I don't think I do either. Well, I know a couple that got one of your opponents, Matt Henney. He's engaged. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. just mention <laughs> they did get engaged. Oh, yeah. They're My both very engaged mature, at the moment. Though. Yeah. Your brother goes to Franciscan? Mm-hmm. Oh, he just graduated. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. He's engaged, yeah. Wow. Getting married in December. Gosh. I do. Uh, I don't know, like, how long into it, like, I mean, okay. I think that if you're dating someone for a year and you still don't know if, like, you want to marry them or not, mm-hmm. I think that's, like, the sign that you should end things. Mm-hmm. I feel like... You know, if you're just kind of prolonging it for the sake of prolonging it, I just I feel like a year is enough to know. Yeah, I would tend to agree with that. I agree with that too. Mm -hmm. Although I was dating for eleven months and I didn't really know, so and eventually didn't work out, which I'm very thankful that it didn't work out. But it was kind of it was around a year you ended up, and I Mm -hmm. and I figured out that it wasn't the right person, Mm -hmm. and it took me a year to do that, which like freaking hell. 
like a year. I'm only gonna live till I'm probably ninety. <laughs> that's an 85th of my that life that just happened um dang all the money i spent <laughs> no, no comment um, um dude i don't know i i agree i think a year is i think a year is a good time yeah. to kind of figure that out i want to stick on the franciscan part of this <clears throat> like okay i mean lots of places have problems with dating because it's you know well they have the added problem of like hookup culture and all mm-hmm. sorts of stuff. Like, Franciscan really doesn't have a hookup culture. Well, I mean, not that I know of. And, <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, like, we're having this debate. A lot of people are fired up about it. Like, is there some, like, could you put your finger on an issue? Like, here's Franciscan dating and here's what's messed up about it. Like, if you brought it to the debate. Or is it just kind of like, yeah, dating in general is kind of like, tricky so but there's nothing franciscan particular about this that's the issue hmm. i think that's a question yeah yeah i think well from what i've heard from people that go to other catholic and christian colleges colleges it it's kind of a problem at a lot of those as well so maybe it's not specifically franciscan but maybe just almost just a christian dating problem and I think what I was saying earlier is people view marriage as a good and it is a good thing and like you were saying with the hookup culture Franciscan doesn't have that problem but I think we're kind of on the other extreme of the spectrum where people want marriage so badly and they don't they're not going to fall into that hookup, hookup culture which is good but they they almost have like almost a perverted view of dating and they they don't see it as a good in and of itself and they just see it as kind of like a waiting zone and they just have to try to get through it as fast as possible to get to that end goal of marriage and I think that's not the worst problem in the world I would rather way rather have that than hookup culture but I don't think it's healthy because it's not balanced it's not moderation and I think like yes dating is a means to an end you're not dating just to date you're dating for marriage but I think people rush it and you know they start talking about marriage too fast maybe they start talking about kids too fast too early on and that's something that you should only be discussing when you know that you're serious about this person maybe three to four months in I don't know I've never had experience with that but (laughs) I think I I would say that's probably one of the main issues you hit it right on the button I mean that's that's yeah it's it's a rush thing it's i don't know what it is here but it's like that fear of not finding somebody Mm -hmm. outside because it's so it's so easy here right Mm -hmm. you you see a girl on campus and you're like dang she's really cute and you just walk up to her or something and you eventually see her around you kind of know where they go what classes they have you can figure that out like Mm -hmm. it's not that hard it's, it's, it's such a it's small so, campus too. It's so easy. It's not like we have 30,000 students here. Mm-hmm. You know? It's really small. And that makes things really accessible. But because of that accessibility and that close quarters, like, that, I think that can get into your mind a little bit. And it's mm-hmm. kind of like, it kind of brings on that, <clears throat> oh man, I don't want to lose her. I'm only here. We're only here for four years. Mm-hmm. Like that goes by so fast. Like 
I was only here for three years because I did a junior college before, but that went by so fast. I, I can't even describe to you how fast it went. And that, and people, some people know that. Like some people, there's just so many factors that come in that make people worried. Yeah. And therefore they want to rush it. You're not here forever. Yeah. In a way, I feel like that kind of like shows like a lack of trust in God. Yeah, it does. Yeah. We just don't know. That's the thing. And and like, you have to take that risk, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And yeah. Let's take the timing. Standoffish females or immature males? Or is the dichotomy too... Yeah, um, why not both? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I mean, okay, let's take it Franciscan specific. Um, yeah. Hold on. Standoffish hold on. females. Girls are standoffish because guys are immature. That's the thing. Is like the girls are standoffish because the guys aren't engaging. They're too nervous. They're like you know. I mean, at least that's how what I think. Why would a girl be standoffish? Because the guy's supposed to be the one that's going to pursue. I don't know. It it, it seems like. This is because of this, right? It's not just one single thing. It's like the reason that this is happening is because the instigators, the guys, they're just, they don't know how to deal with that stuff. Immaturity? I don't know. I don't know. I think, yeah, I think, I don't think it's as simple as just one or the other. I definitely think there are some cases where the women are standoffish because the guys are immature. But I also think, and I, I feel like I've even fallen into this mindset, and I think it's easy for a lot of girls, not just homeschoolers, where you can hold guys to a standard of perfection that you yourself are not even at. Like, you're, you're expecting the guy to be this perfect knight in shining armor who goes to daily mass and does a holy hour every week and, you know, gets good grades and works out and all this stuff, but you're not even doing that. Like, you're not even going to the port. You're not going to daily mass. And I think... That's a hard realization to realize that that's not okay to be holding guys to the standard that you are not meeting. And it could be the other way. Maybe guys do that too with girls. I'm not sure. But I think that's that's part of it. Um, I think, yeah, I think there's a lot of different aspects to this. I think that, I think that's one reason that the girls can be standoffish. I do think that there are problems with guys being too nervous to ask out girls maybe because the girls think of the first date as almost like a marriage proposal because they have that end goal of marriage in mind and they see like they're looking at that um looking at that end instead of just focusing on getting to know the person and having fun and so maybe that would make the girl more likely to say no because then she starts overthinking it and I think even I've done this too where you're like, can I see myself with this guy in 10 years? Can I see myself having kids with him? Like, and it's like, no, that's not what you're supposed to do. Like, just go on a freaking first date and, you know, get coffee, have fun, you know, ask yourself if you enjoyed spending time with him and then go on another one, you know, and you start to consider marriage maybe when you're like three or four months in. But I think maybe that's another reason why the guys could be nervous to ask out the girls because they're scared of rejection. And I think... Mm. I think it is very hard for guys to ask a girl out, which is why I think girls should not be as standoffish and just say yes to a first date and give it a shot. Because I think if the girls are constantly saying no, like the guys are going to stop asking. And I think a lot of girls at Franciscan, at least from what I've heard, they get upset with the guys because 
they're, they've never been asked out, asked out. Maybe they're a senior mm-hmm. and no one's ever asked them out. But at the same time, they're holding the guys to these unrealistic standards. So I think, I think it's a problem with both, or it can be. Mm-hmm. I blame feminism. Feminism. Poor men. <laughs> Honestly. Right. What's, what's a guy's perspective on this? I just wish, I don't know. I think it would be cool if guys got asked out, you know? It's like, really? I, I, no. I think it would be cool. No, I'm not asking a guy out. All right, all right, guys, guy does the guy. dirty work, but you're right, but you're right, you're right, though. I honestly think not enough girls are saying. Literally, like, how can you, how can you say no to a first date? Like, how can you even do that if you don't really know the person at all? Like, if you've met a, a few times, why would you say no to a first date? It's literally yeah, getting to know free coffee, the point. free meal. Yeah. Like, come on. Like, I don't know. It, it never made sense to me. Why say no? It may be the pressure <clears throat> of like. What if pressure? Fran- well, if Franciscans created this kind of atmosphere of like you go to Leo's on a casual date and all of a sudden like all your friends are like, ah. Yeah, if, if, you go on a, if you go on a casual date with a guy that you're like, I don't know if this would be a good look. Mm-hmm. Then it's like all of a sudden you're like, I probably should say no because this is going to look bad. If I go on a date with a guy that I'm pretty sure is not going to work out, you know. But how can you say you know, pretty I, sure is not going to work out? How do you I even know, know that? Like, how can you judge that? How, I, like, I'll throw this well, to, the, <laughs> to the girls part of this. Just, I don't know. <laughs> a women's intuition. Just no, I think, okay, I would agree if you've never, maybe if you've never met the guy before and, like, maybe he just was like, oh, you're cute. Like, I'm going to ask this yeah. Then I think... If you, yeah, if you find him attractive and, you know, there's no, like, major red flags that you've heard about him or anything, then, yeah, go on a first date. But I think sometimes it's not that easy and maybe you've been friends for a little bit and, like, maybe you can kind of tell that the guy's into you, but you're not, you're not feeling it. Mm -hmm. And then he asks you out and you can just, you can just tell sometimes that, nothing would ever come of it. You know, there's just those people that are just friends, you know, and you love them, but you could never see it turning into anything more. And at that point, you want to just spare their feelings and not lead them on. Right. That's harsh. Rough. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's really rough. That's painful to hear, seriously. I mean, but that's what the truth is. It's like... But, yeah, but it's it's to protect your feelings in the long run. Yeah. I mean, it sucks in the moment, but... uh, Yeah, I think you're taking in the good of not only yourself but the other person mm-hmm. um yeah no it's i would rather prefer just like somebody saying no mm-hmm. than like you said leading on and going on a date and then not you're not feeling it's 80 20 80 mm-hmm. yeah. you're not feeling it 20 percent you're on the fence like, that makes sense to me. Like, that, out of respect for the other person, that would make sense. But, yeah. I don't know. Dude, what We also I- don't have many places to go on, like, casual dates. That's like, you were true. saying with, that like, Leo's, true. it's like... That's why you, you need to go There's so many places where world. everyone's, like, hyper-attentive to the mm-hmm. fact that you're, wow, you're sitting alone with a guy or with a girl or whatever. Um, go out of stupid... And world. it's just like, yeah. yeah, there's just nowhere very chill. There's no, like... That's true. Like restaurants. It's like the classic or like, spots, like the Overlook. Yeah. Leo's. 
And it's just the it's, 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 it's played day. out. Yeah. It's yeah. just too that's it's too intense. And like go to Pittsburgh. Like that's, that's the place that's, that's the place to go. That's, that's an hour away almost. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's forty minutes. No, I know it's a big deal. Days. Like that's yeah, not a casual date. It's like forty okay, minutes in I the guess, car together. Yeah, okay. To get to a place. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I took a girl out on a date know. in Pittsburgh. It was a fun... Like, we did more than just eat. Like, we went out... If you go to Pittsburgh, you're going to go maybe on a walk. Go just, like, on the water or something. Make it... Make a fun... But I would have yeah, to agree um, that that would... I don't think that would be considered a casual date. That Because yeah. that's... At that point, that's, like, yeah. an all-day thing. That's... Yeah, you kind of go to Crazy to. Mexican. <laughs> crazy I work there on Fridays. You guys should hey. come in. Wait, wait. Be fun. I'm not gonna ask. You guys just said you're juniors. Yes. Twenty one. I'm twenty one. Twenty. <laughs> I just turned twenty. Okay. Um. Okay. All right. Three, <laughs> three you come in. I'll, I'll be get, there. I'll just get you a burger. <laughs> they probably won't care. Perfect. Sweet. <laughs> Friday. <laughs> Closest I saw. Have you guys been to Austria? Or gone Austria semester? We have not. Okay. No. Have you been to Europe? I have. I have not. Nice. Yes. Where in Europe have you gone? I've been to Medjugorje, which is in Bosnia, uh, Croatia, and Poland. Okay. A, awesome. On a pilgrimage. Hmm. So imagine this. Well, you guys have not been to Spain. Have you been to Spain? I've been to Barcelona. Do you know the, the tapas? The appetizer? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So they have this thing where... It's a restaurant, but they specialize just in the appetizer stuff. Mm. So you order una caña, and they bring you out a small beer <laughs> or a small little wine, and then like an appetizer dish, like shrimp with garlic or like, I don't know, some bread stuff or whatever. And you stand around, you talk, you chat. Um, I've seen it done in a few places in New York and LA, whatever. But I don't know, like a Bennigan's, like if you're going to have someone on a date at Bennigan's, it's like. First of all, it's Bennigan, so it kind of sucks. But <laughs> at the same time, it's like this kind of like weird American thing where you're like sitting at the table with each other and like, you know, I don't know. There's no, there's no medium space, if that makes sense. Where I, I'm like really big on this like spatial analogy where it's like, um, you know, you're designing a space that creates an atmosphere of you're talking with one person, you move to the next thing, you, you like have this kind of casual atmosphere. Mm -hmm. The JC has this, sort of casual atmosphere but it's not like it's not somewhere you'd go at night to like meet people and hang out and stuff i don't know not yeah. the same analogy and like the <laughs> dance culture here just sucks there's just a lot of music <laughs> right I, every I don't know yeah right. yeah exactly yeah right i don't know i don't know for me it's just like we learn all this stuff from austria and from europe and other places and then we just abandon all of that for like american culture which does dating and everything else like terribly Mm. maybe it's my two cents on it mm -hmm. but like we have franciscan square and we just have this like bennigan's thing and then there's nothing else and then you run like terrible events like the uh, fall fest stuff or whatever. anyways there needs to it's be more my, my whole point more <laughs> casual events to have wow. casual dates at mm -hmm. where it's just normal we're we're like saying hey you're gonna be there yeah i'm gonna be there let's talk over there mm -hmm. that that's much easier than saying can I ask you on a date? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know? I don't know. And you have to keep in mind that this is a small university. We don't have like... Yeah. yeah. We don't so have... It's you hard. Make, you make casual events for casual things like casual dates. My point being is like, 
But is it a maybe? Daily? Maybe the problem is kind of a spatial problem where it's like there's nowhere to go that makes it. Anyways, I've question. Go ahead, Mary Grace. Okay, well, I'm just curious. I like that idea, and I see what you're saying. But do you think that kind of destroys the intentionality of the date? Yeah. If first of I all, you're not even saying the word yeah. date. You're just saying, yeah. oh, let's meet up there. Let's, let's hang up. out there. Yeah. yeah like, because then I think the girl's gonna get confused. Like, is this a date? Is this not? What is he? You know, what what's going through his mind? So, do you guys That's think fair. that you need to say the word date when you ask for off? Yeah, you, you need to. I, I mean, for me, I, there's no way I'm not going to say. I mean, hey, look, I say, hey, do you want to go out sometime? Like, that implies a date. Yeah, but that's so confusing. But <laughs> it is, I'd say, hey, would you like to go on a date sometime? Like, that. I think that should be clarified. Um, but we do, yeah, I think we do have a spatial problem. Because, I mean, but it's not our fault, Be, you know, because the not. university's it's always big. Else. You go down to but. Franciscan Square, there's always people down there. It's not like there's, okay, can you reserve Franciscan Square? If you can do Are that. you asking? If Live you can show do that. If you, <laughs> if you could. <laughs> you could go up to somebody who technically, Franciscan owns that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who could you talk about? Father who Dave. could you talk to about reserving that? Dear Father Dave. Father Dave. Dave. Hey, Father, I had this... There's this girl that I really, really like. I'm going to ask her out. Can you just put up signs that say, do not go to Franciscan Square tonight. Somebody's going on a date down there. Father Dave. I don't know. Anyways. Yeah. Spatiality. What, like you're giving these examples of, of casual dating, like in Europe, and you say it's about this spatial aspect. What kind of event could Franciscan put on that would... Be like that because I feel like we do yeah. have casual events, yeah. but mm-hmm. what what about it is different in Europe that you wa- would want to bring here? Yeah, it's a great question. Um, yeah, um, just the culture of in the evening you're gonna be out. Now it's very Spanish, so it's like it's kind of hard to like bring that into an American context. Uh, and we're very event oriented. Which is, for them, it's just so cultural that in the evening you're going to be hanging out with people, going out for drinks, like hanging out, you know. Um, and Americans, it's like, I don't know, whatever it is. For me, uh, maybe it's because I'm like, you know, I'm grad student now. Like, I, I keep thinking of permanence in regards to the university. Because I'm like, after Clement H had their whole student government thing, I was in Veritas. Like, we figured out, like, nothing really lasts and make you unless you make a spatial permanent like change on campus mm-hmm. like here's this building that's now there and people actually use it you know mm-hmm. um so we're always thinking this kind of spatial architectural analogy but i don't know yeah i mean to change a whole culture would be a very difficult thing i i think things like yeah i mean things like uh, the debates or whatever are like consistent things that happen on campus, maybe we could have some type of consistent casual event where it's like, mm-hmm. we're going to be hanging out. There's going to be music, whatever. That's not just a jump up and down dance where you're going to be meeting people. I don't know what that looks like. Mm-hmm. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Do you but think that it would need to idea. be more of a change in the people's mindset or like a, I don't know, just a change of of, I guess, like, the space and, um, like, it more of a geographical, like, event. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, like, no, 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 Does it no, need to be sure. a mindset change or? 
Yeah, or it's, is it just something it's like we don't design our spaces to reflect that type of atmosphere. Mm-hmm. You know, and people have to seek out atmospheres where they can date. Mm-hmm. That just makes it worse. Like, if it was easy to have a space where it's just like, it's easy just to meet people, to talk, to have a casual date. Like, if that space was available, then people would just feel naturally drawn to meeting up in that type of environment. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. We're, we're so far from that vision that it's just kind of like a pipe dream. At this point. Well, but, I think yeah. I think that kind of sounds weird, but events can create maturity. So here's what I like. For example, there's like the freshman dance, right? Or the fall, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. That's where the freshmen go. But then you have spring formal when for like the upperclassmen, we went to uh, like a high end golf course. And it was like fifty dollars. I don't. I think it was fifty per person or something. Like it was expensive, and it was for upperclassmen. Like, and majority of them are mature. Like most of them. So I think if we had some sort of like on campus event where it shows the separation and maturity, if if that makes sense in some way, then I think that it will be better for campus instead of having these things where just everybody comes hmm. and there's this range of age and maturity. So I don't know. I think it would be pretty cool, but it's just hard to do because words goes around and then everybody wants to go to the the thing. Um, I don't know. So you think it shouldn't be as casual? What okay? So what do we exactly mean by casual? Just like, in well, in terms to what? What did Nathan Burt mean on casual? Like you agreed with his article, right? I did. Okay. Yes. For some reason, I thought you disagreed with it. Okay, I I went back. So I was like, why did he think that? And then I went back, and it you could read it that way. Okay. I yeah, I messed up. But no, you agreed casual. with his idea of like we need to have more casual dating. Yes, and his whole the thrust of his argument was that. Kind of what I mentioned earlier is that a lot of times people, both guys and girls, see through the person to the vocation. So instead of focusing on the easy questions like, did I just enjoy that first date? Do I want to keep getting to know them? Is this someone that I find interesting? Did I have fun? They start thinking, can I see myself marrying this person? And that that that's not casual dating. That's very serious very toxic dating because that's not something that you should be considering at that point in the dating process. And I think by casual dating, I don't think he gave a specific definition of it, but I think casual dating to me would just be just going on dates, going on multiple dates. It could be with multiple people unless you're, you know, eventually you have to choose one, but yeah, just going on dates and just getting to know different people and seeing what you like about them and um, just, yeah, taking that time to get to know them as a person. Because I think when you start to see through them to the vocation, that takes away from the beauty of that person and all that they have to offer, right. you know? Hmm. that I guess that would be my idea of casual dating. I don't think there's like a specific... There's not like a specific place that you have to go to for it to be a casual date. I think it's more of a mindset that you have and just how fast you take it. Do you agree with that, Bree? Or 
Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, sounds good. When should you move to, like, more serious dating them? Like, you've been casually dating this person. I mean, we talked about define the relationship moments. Mm -hmm. Like, well, do you need to that to move to more? Okay, sure. fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Um, yeah, serious. That can be difficult, though. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, someone could be, yeah, I mean, um, afraid that a, a DTR moment could be kind of a breakoff moment where they're just mm -hmm. like, well, if I really try and define this with this person, maybe they'll just say, no, I'm good. We'll, we'll stop the casual dating, you know? And so they're afraid mm -hmm. to move to that moment. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. if you don't do a DTR, like, it's not going to work out if, mm -hmm. if they don't. Find us somehow. If, yeah. I think you just yeah. have to yeah. push through the awkwardness sometimes. <clears throat> yeah. I think that's what yeah. I've learned is communication is so important. Yeah. Even if it sucks and you have to have an awkward boundaries talk, I think it's got to be done. There's no way around it, in my opinion. Yeah, like may hurt feelings but <laughs> like you kind of just have to do it i don't know like yeah i agree it's it's i it sucks and this is something like if we're talking about europe like come on what what are the love cultures in europe right italy france if you look if you literally look at the culture there's so many people that just fall in love and there's no like dtr or anything it's just and it works out I don't know what it is about European culture, but I think mm -hmm. Americans, we just make it so hard. We make it so complicated. Just fall in love, you know? Just fall in love. Just go with the flow. Just go with the flow. Like the Italians do. They they go out and they take you out to pizza and then you just fall in love. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, it was a I really mean, good pepperoni. <laughs> no, no, it's true. I mean, it, all my Italian cousins, like, they just somehow fall in love. Like, it's, it's like, it just works. It was works. the pizza, man. No, yeah. <laughs> maybe, I don't know. Good wine and good pizza. It just works, you yeah, know? And I don't know what European culture is and how I think that they're more happens. passionate than American. Yeah, yeah. yeah passionate. Be a, that's yeah. exactly it's what it is. It's passion. They're more passionate about everything. Kellen, are you more passionate? Dude, I'm so passionate. <laughs> <laughs> I live on passion. Uh, I love passion. Passion's such a good thing. You know? At Franciscan is a good thing. There's no passion at Franciscan. <laughs> is there really? Think about it. But here's the difference, though. It's a university. People come from everywhere. Every single person at that university has a personality. There's just different people. People are different. Debatable. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe for you. You're just <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but adopt the European model. Come in and fall in love. No, it's true. Like uh. it just for some for some reason it works and I don't know what it is it's it's a cultural thing, but it's because they don't overthink things. Why do we overthink? Let this? it rot. I think know, just in like general, go. why do we? Overthink I think things? <clears throat> a lot of European cultures are more leisurely, mm -hmm. and Americans are so focused on yeah. work, work, work. That's Never exactly what it is. It's leisure based. You know, forty hour weeks. <clears throat> Or I guess that's not that much. What, 60 hour a week, something Walk like that. <laughs> it breaks down to the American model. That's mm -hmm. what it is. It's mm -hmm. make money. Yep. And that's, it's, it's infectious because it comes down even to dating. Right? Like, <clears throat> that's just the way it is. It's not like that in Europe. It's different. And, um, <laughs> It's just different, and it and it works differently. I don't really know how to describe it, but it's not the same way. 
here. And especially at a university when people are like, okay, this is a Catholic university. This is not just an in-name Catholic university. Mm -hmm. This is a passionately Catholic university without the passion. Without the passion. <laughs> <laughs> and, and like, no, it's true. I think Franciscan has a lot of flaws. And I think one of them is that not just men, not just women, but men, like it's, it's both. We just overthink things way too much. Like, mm -hmm. who cares where they want to live, like, right now? Mm -hmm. Like, who cares how many kids they want to have? Who cares, like, overall? Like, it's good to take those things into consideration to some extent. But, like, who really cares about all that initially? Mm -hmm. That's why it thrives in Europe, because people, people aren't like that. And here, we're just so focused on the next thing, and the next mm -hmm. thing it's like, it comes down as simple to how long do I want to eat dinner, right? I like to usually spend like an hour if I'm eating. Like that's something that I, that's like for me, <laughs> that's something that I like is I like to enjoy it. I don't want to just eat and then for 20 manja, minutes. Manja, manja. You know, <laughs> Amico mio, manja, manja. Um, let's bring it to the know. debate. <clears throat> Wait, how, what how do you the, think it's going to go? How do I think the debate is going to go? Yes. I don't Very know. general question, but hmm. so far, I've heard a lot of girls who think that the girls are standoffish because the guys are immature. That's what oh, I want to do. Yeah. Okay, yeah, right. Hmm. I, don't, I don't get it. It's hard. It's honestly hard for me to side with either. I mean, pick a side. It's hard for me. You know, mm -hmm. like to be honest, I I don't know what I'm gonna say when I get up there because I don't yeah. really fully agree with either side. I think it's a little You're, more nuanced. Than are you that. opposing or affirming? I don't really know to be honest. I thought I was affirming, but then <clears throat> I saw Matt Hennig today, and he was like, "Oh, I'm I'm affirming." So then I was like, "Why well, must?" I, I think opposing. you're opposing, but okay. as we explained to Matt and other people, <laughs> yeah, like, you out. are very free to riff on the motion exactly. any That's way you want. That's what I'm gonna do. Yeah. I'm yeah. just gonna give my own spin on it. Give your own spin. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um. But I think going off of what you were saying about the culture here, I think specifically at Franciscan, I think people can also over-spiritualize things. Mm, and yeah. I think that can be a problem because people get too focused on, is this person going to lead me to holiness? You know, are they going to whip me into shape and keep me in line and keep yeah. me going to mass every day? But they lose the fun aspect of it because that's so important. And I think <clears throat> if you don't have that, if you can't just genuinely have fun with that person, eventually, if you get married and, you know, you have kids, eventually I think you're going to fall out of love because you, that's so important. That's so central. And if you can't just have fun with them and just be goofy, then, you know, and it's all just about like accountability and spirituality there's no there's no passion that's what it all comes back to there's yeah. gonna be no passion there it's just they're just gonna turn into an accountability partner and that's mm. that's exactly what happened to me in my last relationship is it just felt like it was more of a it literally felt like it was more of a liability than anything and it sucked because it was like okay she expects this she expects this she expects this it's like why can't you just go with the flow because then you truly find that you love each other. Like, it's, it shouldn't that be. That California chill. It's <laughs> nice. <laughs> it is, seriously. I, I identify with that more. Um, but it's, it, to me, it's more sad than anything when people just kind of have so many things that they want to take into consideration. That's immaturity. 
It really is because if people like are, this checkbox me- mentality about yes, their it's immat- it's pure okay. immaturity Fair because enough. if you really if you really cared about that and it's good to care about to that about that to some extent but it shouldn't be on your mind all the time thinking about these things because then you're not going to find you're not going to have a perfect match with anybody and it's not like you're supposed to have a perfect match but put aside all those things for now and just like you said enjoy that and be passionate with those people it's like that's how it's supposed to go mm-hmm. we have this progressive mindset where it's just go 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 and it's it's detrimental it really is I'll throw the difficult question to Brianna. Like, how much of the relationship is meant to be before, like, going to that engagement marriage step? Like, well, I need this person to reach certain, you know, I don't know. Like, if if there's something lacking, there's something like, this is important to, you know, if I was going to make the next step. What are those things where you would, like, break off the relationship if they didn't meet certain things? Or... Um, it's a very difficult question to throw at you, bud. Oh, shoot. Okay. Um, <laughs> well. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> On the spot. It's a hard, it's no, a hard question. question. Well, I mean, it's the same thing. It's, okay. I mean, it's like the checklist it's a, idea. It's a really hard question. It's like, question. look, I mean, I, I think because more, if you have someone who's just tr- yeah. always thinking like, yeah, this person is not up to standard. They need to like, if we're going to continue. I mean, I don't know. Maybe that's, that's wrong. Not, that's not it. fair. <laughs> get, uh, I don't know. Allow that person. Give that person that chance to do that. Like, come on. Obviously, the more the next step that you take, the more serious that it gets. And I'll just end with this on my thought. Like, <laughs> marriage. There's kind of no going back <laughs> once you get to that point. But throw away dating. Throw away engagement. Throw away marriage. None of that matters. It's literally how you are with that other person. Mm-hmm. It's all it comes down to. Marriage doesn't matter. Engagement doesn't matter. Dating, none of it matters. It's how you work with that person. And that's just how it is. That's how it works. And that's how it should be. That's the, like, yeah, it's the basic <clears throat> way. It's the, throw away all that. That doesn't matter. Unless you get married and you're trying to find an annulment. <laughs> <laughs> It doesn't matter. But at what point do you have to start considering that? Because the end goal of engagement is marriage. Engagement. Engagement is the point where you should be like, if I'm going to get engaged to you, this is actually like serious now. But like this is seriously serious. Dating is serious. Engagement is seriously serious. <laughs> okay, but I think... Do you think- marriage is your screw. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, continue. Okay, well... Do you think that before engagement, you should at least be talking about, I want to marry you? Like, I don't think it should be a complete surprise to the woman when you pop the question. You know, I think there's probably something wrong if it is a complete surprise, if you never talked about that before. I think it's something you should talk about, but also, I don't want to know, like, like, mildly. Yeah, yeah, no, but it, it should be, like, the time and the location and all that should be a surprise. But I don't think it should be a surprise that you're like, oh, I didn't even know that you wanted to get married. You know, <laughs> don't you think you should at least talk about that beforehand? Yeah, for okay. sure. I, I do okay. agree with that. Your yeah. statement was pretty bold, so I just wanted to, to clarify. I, I agree. <laughs> I, I think that, it, yeah, it is good to 
Because how embarrassing. You get engaged and then it doesn't work out. Like, I've seen people on Facebook say they get engaged and then it didn't work out. I mean, how how stupid. Like, that that's just... It's so, it would be so embarrassing. I'd be so embarrassed if it didn't work out. That's why it doesn't matter. The <laughs> ring doesn't matter. Marriage doesn't matter. Dating, engagement, none of that matters. Forget it. <laughs> it, it just doesn't matter. It's that your relationship with that person, yes, you should mildly talk about marriage and everything. You should talk about it. But at the same time, like, surprise, bro. Like, <laughs> like come on. Yes, you should have a reasonable amount of knowledge coming into that. But just go with the flow. Oh, this stuff is so complicated. People just need to be friends first. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, yes. you know, because, I don't know. If a guy came up and asked me out, I, I, would prob I probably would be a little standoffish. I'm not going to lie. Okay, but you mean you'd like say randomly, yes, though. Like, yeah. didn't know him before. Yeah. Right? Okay. Would you say yes? Probably not. You, probably not. <laughs> you, okay. Look. It's out of the blue, Kelly. It's, it is out of the blue, but it's well, like, come on, you know? You don't okay, know the guy. You don't know the guy. guy. If you and hit the guy, buddy yeah, came yeah. out to no, me. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 no. If you don't know the guy, don't say yeah. Don't just say yes. <laughs> That's what we're talking Okay, okay. <laughs> if you don't know the guy, like, okay, define no. <laughs> seen him right. once. Seen him once Can in the I cafeteria. And <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> you seen him. You seen cool. him once in the cafeteria in passing. The guy okay. asks you out. Yes or no? Okay. Um, well, I still don't know him as a person. <laughs> okay, you don't know him as a person. But you have a conversation with him. In passing, you're talking to him. Okay, you're with a group of friends. What if you know. I already like a guy? Then mm. hell no. Go yeah. with the guy that you like. Yeah. Well, what if the guy that you like is not asking you out? That's gone. I'd be so mad. Ask him <laughs> out. No, no, ask him out. Oh, Whoa. you said no. Oh, no, no, no. Wait. No, no, no. Do you guys? Okay. No. Mm. Alex, what is your opinion? Do you think that the guy should ever ask out, or the girl should ever no, ask out? So y'all can say that. Come on. Bro, it's no. Fun. It's passion. No. No. Okay. No. <laughs> I okay. think that. I, yeah. I Wait. think. <laughs> Go ahead. I think that's that's the man's role. You know, I feel like the guy being the pursuer is like him practicing, like. It's practice for him to be the leader of the family, you know? Mm -hmm. of, of, hey, will you go out with me? Hey, you go out with me? Hey, uh, do I have to go out sometime? You know, hey, you know, you practice it in the mirror, and then, like, <laughs> <laughs> and, then you go, and then you go and ask. You acquire the courage to go ask. No, I think, I think, I think guys respect things more when they have to work a little bit for them. Yeah. You know, and I yeah. think men are naturally competitive. So if they really want if they really want something, they'll go and get it. <laughs> if you really want her, go and get her. Come on, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, I agree. I a guy, a guy, no, no, no. A guy should ask the girl out, for sure. Unless there's something there that is funky and, it, and it's I mean, passionate. How, it happened oh, to my okay, sister. So Kelly, my sister... So my sister You're... asked out the guy and they're married now. Okay. That, I mean, that's... Rare circumstance. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, that's, that's not the rule. That's... that's Mary Grace, yeah. please continue. 
Okay, so a girl who you've seen once or twice walking around the JC comes up to you and asks you on a date. What do you say? If a girl asked me, mm-hmm. yeah, I'd say, hell yeah. Really? <laughs> like, I think okay, the outlier. Because I've talked to guys about this before, and they say they think that would be very strange if a girl were to ask them that. Why? It's passion. It's love. Go with it, you know? If, if I didn't like the girl... If I flat out didn't like her, and I, I'm contradicting myself now. Say Italiano. Um, no, no, no. Say Furioso. I don't know. I'm very, I'm just a very passionate person. And if a girl asked me out, and I, even if I liked her a little bit, I'd totally say yes. There's no way I would say no to that. You don't feel <clears throat> like it's almost like disrespecting your manhood to yeah. not if, have that <laughs> role? No, I don't think so. I, I don't think so at all. I think it's I think it's based on love. If it, like if it if that girl likes you, okay, it's so cir- damn I think, circumstantial. Well, I think my opinion is that the girl can <clears throat> kind of drop hints, like you know, you gotta kind of yeah. meet him halfway. Okay, yes. But I think in the end, the guy should be the one to ask out the girl because uh, I think that, like Bree said, that's gonna <clears throat> translate into how your family is run, yeah. and I do think that the guy should yeah. be the head of the family. I, I agree. No, I I do agree. I think that 99% of the time, the guy should ask the girl. Okay, yeah. But, like, yeah. I do, like, okay. sometimes, are, you know, like, there are <clears throat> successful marriages mm-hmm. where the, guy, the girl will ask the guy out, right? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. if it's a mutual thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like, love isn't, love isn't one-sided. But if there was a girl that I liked and she came up and asked me out, I would say yes, because I'm not, it's like the first date and you're still getting to figure, you know, learn about them more. And So you don't think that that would say something about <clears throat> that girl's character and, well, I don't. I'd say the girl has some serious guts. But yeah. do you think that, would you be worried that maybe she would want to kind of wear the pants in the relationship in the future? <laughs> Because I don't think that most girls would tread lightly. Try to tread lightly. <laughs> um, honestly, I have no idea. I think that I think that ninety nine percent of the time it should be the guy that asks the girl. But there are those rare circumstances. I don't think it's ever happened once at Franciscan, and it might not ever happen. A girl asking a guy out. Really? I, I honestly. Bree, you could be the oh first. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> you got, have you guys ever had? Well, you said that you guys have never had, you've never dated before, right? Dated as in, you've never been in relationships. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yes. okay. So, has a, guy, has a guy ever asked you out? Yes. Yeah. Okay. At Franciscan, yes. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. Okay. You rejected him. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, this is on the spot. You, I'm just kidding. You don't have spot. to. You don't have to answer this. I, this is personal. You don't have to answer this. I, I have before. Yes, I think. <clears throat> I have yes, not. Kind of. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, okay. it's kind of complicated. Well, yeah, uh, it is complicated, and that's the thing is that there's a lot of different things that go into it. I'm just saying, if there. If it's on the level of, okay, we've had a conversation before, because I'm not just going to ask a girl out if I've never even talked to her before. Like, even one conversation. 
usually what I'll do is maybe I'll invite them to something that I'm doing. And if they say yes, I mean, that's, to me, that that might be enough to ask her out. Like, if you really enjoy the time, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, invite her to something. Mm -hmm. And if she says yes, if she says, like, realistically, if she says no, then come on. Like, either, either she, it's a definite no, or she's playing hard, you know, hard to get. So like, yeah, I would say on, in a basic sense, you've had a conversation before and you're interested in her. You don't really know if she's interested in you, but that's okay. Cause you don't need to know that. You're not going to ask her, Hey, are you interested in me? Okay. If you are, let's go out. No, it doesn't work <laughs> like that. Ask her out and see what happens. That's how it should be on that basic level of had a conversation before it's okay to get rejected it's okay for a girl to reject a guy like you said because it's respecting the fact you know that whatever a future or whatever if it's you don't see it, your time it's so. respecting your time and it's respecting that person i get that i'm just saying that i don't think that there should be just a clear and obvious rejection if that other person doesn't know Right. If like, if you don't know, if, if, if you don't know if it's going to work out or not, then don't, I mean, there's, I don't know what the point is in rejecting Mm -hmm. because the point is to get to know that person more. So if you reject somebody, it's like, well, why'd you reject them? But but, it's different. I guess everybody has their own reasons too. Yeah. No, you're right. And it's different for everybody, but. Why is this such a perennial issue at Franciscan, particularly? Like, should we expect the dating culture to be better? Should we expect more engagements and more marriages to come out of Franciscan dating in general? Are we at a good pace? Like, I mean, everyone's like, when when they saw the motion, you know, ah, you know, females, more immature males, like everyone was just like, ah, like up in arms about it. Um, you know, I don't know. Back to the whole Franciscan issue. Um. Do we have a lack of dating? Is it because of Franciscan in particular? Like, I don't know. I'm, I'm still unclear about it. Is your question that as time progresses, should we be seeing more marriages and more engagements coming out of Franciscan? Yeah. I mean, sh- should we expect that? Is that yeah. expectation, like, making a dating culture that's toxic? Why, why or- would it increase? Why would the number of marriages and engagements increase as time goes on? You mean over the years? I mean, it, <clears throat> is that expectation healthy? That we should have a significant number of Franciscan dating, you know, lead to marriages? I mean, because the expectation is, look, I mean, most colleges are secular. Mm-hmm. You know, most colleges lead to very difficult relationships. Franciscan, you have all this meeting of guys and girls from all over the country who are on fire for the faith, who are Orthodox, who are going for this, like... In one respect, it's not strange to be thinking like, well, it'd be really awesome if really awesome marriages came from this really awesome university. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, does that expectation then make a culture that is kind of difficult to navigate? Because it's like, well, I want the person to be really holy and leading me to holiness. And Mm -hmm. we have all these talks on theology of the body. We have all these talks on like human sexuality. And like, Mm -hmm. it's just like, you guys better figure it out at Franciscan (laughs) because we need good marriages for the church and all this Mm -hmm. stuff. I don't know. Is that an issue or? 
I think it could be. I think, yeah, there are many beautiful couples that come out of Franciscan, including my parents. And wow. my Wow. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. Yep. And I know a lot of their friends are, you know, been married for 20, 25 years with lots of kids and they're going strong. And so I think, yeah, I think it's very normal to to think, okay, we're at this amazing Catholic university that's actually Catholic and there's thousands of young guys and girls who are striving for holiness and they're going to meet. And I think it's it's very normal to expect that there will be good marriages that come out of it. But I think it's when you adopt that mindset and you limit your chances of finding a spouse to Franciscan. Because let's be honest, like Franciscan is a bubble. It's not really the real world. And I think especially if... Drop a nuke. Maybe this is maybe this is an unpopular opinion, but I think if you're going to meet at Franciscan, date at Franciscan, get engaged at Franciscan, graduate and then get married right after, I don't think that you've really experienced the real world together. And I think that's something that's really important because then when you do get married and you're out of Franciscan and you start dealing with financial issues and stress and kids, I think that can cause a lot of stress on your marriage. And I think, yeah, I think those, you have to experience that with someone first. Maybe just if it's, if you've known the person since before you went to Franciscan, or maybe you continue to date them and only get engaged after you've graduated. But I think you should experience some real life problems with them. And I don't think that should always be the case. You know, it's different for everyone. Some people go through really hard things while they're at Franciscan, and maybe that's kind of the experience that you needed. But yeah, I think in general, it's kind of unhealthy to expect to get your MRS degree and, you know, get gra- graduate and then get married right out of Franciscan. And I think it's really easy to, like, we all want that in a sense. Like, I ideally that would happen. And I've seen my sister, she just graduated from Ave. She met her husband there, graduated right after college, like the classic scenario. And it sounds super fun, you know, to get engaged in college and plan your wedding with all of your friends and then all of your friends from college or your bridesmaids. And it sounds amazing, but I think it's important to remember that that's not your only opportunity to find a spouse. There's so Mm -hmm. many other opportunities in life that you'll be able to find somebody. Yeah, and I think that's where trust comes into play. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't, just expectation. I feel like that... Like, you would think because Franciscan is a good, like, Catholic university that, like, you think we would have this figured out. (laughs) We don't. (laughs) And I don't know, like, too much. There's just too much expectation. And that's just, like, not good. You know, too much of anything is not good. Um, I forgot a point I was going to make. But I was going to make a point. I think also, like, you can meet somebody after Franciscan, but I think it's important to realize that you have to go places where you would expect to find, like, as a girl, Mm -hmm. you have to go somewhere where you would expect to find a holy, virtuous man. Like, don't go looking at a bar for your future husband. Like, you know, like, it's like trying to go find a (laughs) pair. Don't go to Crazy Mix. You know, it's like trying to find... (laughs) Not this time. Uh, 
like a super fancy pair of shoes, like some Jimmy Choo's, like Goodwill. Like it's possible, but that's not common. You know, don't go, you know, go to a good Catholic parish that's thriving. Go, I don't know, to some sort of community event where you could expect to find virtuous people there. You know, I think that's that's also an issue because people get very worried that because the world is so crazy right now, they get very worried that there's never going to be anybody else um, mm-hmm. who's not who's into their faith or who's not just looking for sex and no commitment, you know. But I think there are really good people out there. You just have to go to the right places. One of those places. I held it out. No, I I completely agree. I think that it's. It's, oh, it's going to end the podcast. But no. anyway. <laughs> Are you serious? No, no, no. You can keep going. Oh. Um, come into this university with the expectation that you're not going to find somebody. Right? Because for some weird reason, love is found in the most peculiar, unexpected ways. If you come in with the mentality that, uh, that I'm most likely not going to find somebody, I'm going to focus on myself and my studies, you meet somebody. It's weird how it works. No, it, it really is weird because because you are focusing on those other things, when somebody comes into your life, it provides that, to some extent, like a spark. Like it's mm-hmm. something new, right? And because it's that something that is new, you gain interest off of it and you start to become more open to it and things like this. So if you're not expecting it, that's for some weird reason when it happens. My dad literally met my mom at a carnival. My dad was selling popcorn. My mom was doing funnel cakes. My dad was like 16. My mom was, my dad was like 18. My mom was like 16 or something. Eventually worked out and met each other at a carnival. And, And like, <clears throat> it just don't expect if you don't expect it it happens if you yeah. expect it if you expect too much it takes the pressure it's off. not gonna happen because mm. if you go in there not expecting anything you have no pressure on you whatsoever mm-hmm. yeah when my mom met my dad uh my dad was actually dating somebody so there, yeah there was like no pressure at all to like try to impress the guy oh or anything <clears throat> so they just like became really they were just like good friends you know and and then like you know my dad and his girlfriend broke up and then my mom realized she's like wait a minute <laughs> this guy's I open really now like this guy. <laughs> you know because she's like i spent they were like best friends you know but you know just like yeah I think that there is something to that. You said it's when you least expect it that you're most likely to find that person. And I I think that's really true. And I think part of it is because when you are focusing on yourself and on your schoolwork and your relationship with God and with your friends, I think that's also when you are going to be the most attractive to to the opposite sex. Because I think it's hot to see a guy who is focusing primarily on his relationship with the Lord and then has good, healthy friendships and, you know, is trying hard in his academics. Like, I think, I think that goes both ways. I think guys find that attractive in a girl too. And I think that's part of why everyone should have that mindset of, yes, I'm here to be a student first and foremost. I'm here to 
grow in my relationship with God and meet good friends. You know, it shouldn't be, I'm here to get my MRS degree, you know? And I think Mm -hmm. that is when you're going to be the most attractive when people see that you have your priorities in order. Yeah, that's a really good point. It it happens when it's kind of, yeah, holiness is attractive. Mm -hmm. That's what everybody tells me. You know, it's, I mean, it's weird because I tried hard to find a girl, a Franciscan that would last and it never happened. And I'm not like upset because they were all good learning experiences for me and something that I can take into the future. Never, like I said, it never worked out, but I think to some extent I might've tried too hard and that might be a reason why it, it never worked out. And if you're not expecting it and you just take that step back and start focusing on yourself, somebody's going to come by. It could be the simplest thing as you walking out of Egan or something and this other girl sees you and she can kind of tell that something's going on. That for some reason is attractive. And it's, you know, it's that kind of moments. I know you've struggled with this, Alex. It's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Walking out of Egan? Um, But there is something weird about it. And it happens, and people just find each other in the most unique of circumstances. Hmm. There was this girl that I really liked. And one day, I had her number because we were hanging out a little bit. And one day, I I walked out of Egan, and I didn't see her. But she took a photo of me. And she she took a photo of me. I thought I was like, that's really cute. But she took a photo of me. And I, I eventually, she texted me and I was, she said, snipe, you know, like a sniper, like I got you, I shot you. And I was thinking to myself, like, she took a photo of me. She implied like she was shooting at me or something. You know, this might go somewhere. (laughs) And it unfortunately never did. But, (laughs) (laughs) But it was strange, but. Snipe. Leave it at that. That'll be the end of our podcast. <laughs> uh, Thank you for Mary coming Grace, on, Brianna, yeah. Thanks so much for coming Thank on the podcast. Thanks for having us. Yeah, this is wonderful. Do you guys uh, want to come back on? Absolutely. That was fun. Right. <laughs> it's going to be a fun debate on Sunday. Yes. I'm really looking forward to it. I'm the chairman for the debate, so it's going to be. Oh, it's gonna be a wild one. We had 350 people come last time. There's wow. probably gonna be more. This There's probably gonna be more this time. Yeah, it's gonna be packed. It's gonna be a packed house i've already heard like tons of people oh my gosh i'm so excited oh yeah yeah, it's gonna be great uh but yeah thanks so much for coming on the podcast subscribe for for us calvin and alex show we'll see you next time peace if there's a christian religion then it's catholicism or nothing what politics actually is art of people living together orienting one another towards virtue and the person was like dude flirting is the abortion of love this is the most worthy most exciting most adventurous drop a nuke uh, on the franciscan bubble the kellen and alex show Theology. God could have stopped it if he Permissive wanted. Permissive will. That's right. <laughs>
I don't know why God would allow something like that to go through. But then again, God allows God allows you to go on and on. (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) Truth, okay. (laughs) 